Hello and welcome to Communicore Weekly. I'm George from Imagine Nerding. And I'm Jeff from Mice Chat. We had another great week here, but let's get right into it. This day in Disney History! February 5th, 2004. Imagineer artist and Disney legend John Hench passes away at the age of 95 in Burbank, California. An employee of the Walt Disney Company for more than 60 years, Hentz began as a story artist in 1939. He made his way through the animation department doing everything including backgrounds, layout, and art direction, and even special effects. Hench won a special effects Oscar for his work in the 1955 film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea before moving to Wed Enterprises to spend the rest of his career helping to design the Disney theme parks all over the world. February 6th, 1859. Elias Disney, the father of Walt Disney, is born to Keppel Disney II and Mary Richardson in Bluevale, Ontario, Canada. While still in his teens, Elias moved with his family to the United States and eventually settled in Ellis, Kansas. As an adult, he found employment as a construction worker for the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago, a likely source of inspiration for his son Walt many years later. As a general contractor, he opened his first contracting office in 1895. February 8, 2001, Disney's second Anaheim Park and its eighth theme park in the world, Disney California Adventure officially opens, along with the new Grand Californian Hotel. Disney's California Adventure is the centerpiece of a $1.4 billion expansion of what will now be called the Disneyland Resort. The new park, which has its own distinct identity separate from the 45-year-old Magic Kingdoms, is originally divided into three main theme areas. Paradise Pier, a nostalgic California beachfront amusement section. Hollywood Pictures Backlot, a district inspired by Hollywood Boulevard and the movies. And the Golden State, a more sprawling area devoted to the people and the natural beauty of California. Did you know? Interesting fact. Left out of the initial park opening was a theme land called Cali in the 80s, which is a continual screening of Nick Cage's Valley Girl. February 11th, 1918. Imagineer, sculptor, and Disney legend Blaine Gibson is born in Rocky Ford, Colorado. He created hundreds of sculptures from which audio-animatronic figures were produced for exhibits in the 1964-65 New York World's Fair and Disney theme parks around the world. Among his most famous contributions are The Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Haunted Mansion, and The Enchanted Tiki Room. Gibson also sculpted nearly all of the presidents for a Hall of Presidents at Walt Disney World and the partner statue found in the hub of the Magic Kingdom at Disneyland, Disney World, and Tokyo Disneyland, and at the Walt Disney Studio in Burbank, California. Did you know, interesting fact, Blaine was also responsible for sculpting Michael Eisner's hair. He's a nerd, he's a geek, but we all like to hear him speak. So listen up to the words from his speech. It's George's Book of the Week. Jeff, wouldn't you love to be able to visit a Disney theme park with an Imagineer and have the Imagineer tell you how everything was designed and what the hidden meanings were? Absolutely. Well, the Imagineering Field Guide to the Magic Kingdom is the perfect companion at the parks. The Imagineering Field Guide series has been extremely popular since its first release in 2006. Imagineer Alex Wright, 
penned all five books in the series, and he is a great author and storyteller. The Magic Kingdom Guide takes you land by land to explain how the park was designed and created. Alex shares a lot of concept art and the stories behind the attractions, as well as the hidden and the not-so-hidden details. You know, like the five-legged goats. The book is small, measuring four inches by nine inches, which makes the art small, but it is a perfect size to take to the Magic Kingdom with you. This is a book that is perfect for the person just starting to get into their geekery, and for those of us that have been studying the parks for years. Ideally, you would read this book on the plane trip down to Orlando and surprise all of your friends with all of your insider knowledge. If it's a legend that you seek, come on and take a peek at the window of the week. Seven Summits Expeditions, Frank Wells. The late Frank Wells was the former Walt Disney Company president and chief operating officer. Wells joined the company in 1984 and, along with Michael Eisner, was an integral part of helping save the company from financial disaster during his time there. Wells, who tragically died in 1994 in a helicopter accident, was known for his sense of adventure. His window, located actually on the third floor, is the highest of all the windows on Main Street, USA. Seven Summits Expeditions refers to Wells' goal of reaching the summits of the tallest mountain of all seven continents. He managed to climb them all except for Everest, after making the attempt twice. In a similar fashion, there is another reference to Wells' sense of adventure on the Matterhorn at Disneyland, with a crate marked Wells Expedition, along with some climbing gear. Hey, uh, George, do you mind if I stop the recording for a second? I, I gotta... I gotta take a break. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Sometimes it's a one. Sometimes it's a two. When you gotta go, what you gonna do? It's a bathroom break. A bathroom break. According to my girlfriend, who had lived there for many, many years, the people of Germany are known for drinking a lot. And what happens when you drink a lot, George? You, you get sick? Well... Well, that too, but sometimes you have to go to the bathroom, right? And, oh. Yeah, what a perfect place to do so after having so many Hefeweizens, but the bathrooms of Germany. So, but tell us a little bit about them. Well, um, they're bathrooms, and they're in the Germany pavilion, and Disney bathrooms are awesome. I like them. So we got so many fantastic entries for our fantastically fuzzy photo contest, but here's a really good one that we picked out for you this week. Yes, we can only have one winner, and this week's winner is Steve Tanner from MagicalTrash.com. Steve, stick really close to your email because we'll be emailing you sometime in the future about your fabulous prize. And don't forget, you can still enter your photo. Be sure to send it to CommunicorWeekly at gmail.com. 
Sometimes you might see it, sometimes you don't. Hey, look, what's that? It's a five-legged goat. The Ye old Christmas shop in Liberty Square used to be three separate shops, and they were called the Old World Antiques, the Silversmiths, and Mademoiselle Lafayette's Parfumerie. If you head around the alley between the Christmas shop and the Liberty Tree Tavern, you will find a sign posted on the door that reads Keppel. This, as we mentioned earlier, is the name of Walt and Roy Disney's grandfather, Keppel Disney, who was born on November 2nd 1832 in Kilkenny, Ireland. Guess who else was born November 2nd? Me. And that's a five-legged goat. Why? Anyway, thanks a lot for watching it this week. Uh, we really appreciate you guys tuning in and everything, and uh, we're, we hope you enjoy the show. Um, feel free to leave a comment or email us or like us on Facebook or follow us back to our cars on Twitter. But, uh, you know. Uh, well, uh, let me end this. Uh, I'm George from Imagine Nerding. And I'm Jeff from Mice Chat. Thanks for watching, and this has been Communicore Weekly. False alarm. <laughs> <laughs>